first two have been extremely successful and we've exceeded our KPIs and our business plans. So we are very much in the process of trying to find other opportunities, either to partner with current dispensaries and create almost a joint venture where they join us or simply acquire and buy out any individual owners that are looking to perhaps exit after they've had their run. There's a few paper licenses that have not been put into action that we're open to also seeking the right opportunity. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Raising Cannabis Capital, we are continuing this month's Biotrack Cannabis Dispensary Spotlight Series with Pankaj Talwar, President and CEO of Copper State Farms. Pankaj, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Dan. Well, I appreciate you taking time out to speak with us today. Copper State Farms Management is an Arizona-based, vertically integrated cannabis company. You started off as a gigantic greenhouse grow. With Copper State, I, I mean, we could talk about so many things, but today we're going to focus on your recent entrance into the dispensary sector with Soulflower, which from your website, it's described as a multidimensional retail concept. And I think that's probably the best place to start. Tell us what you mean by multidimensional. Certainly. It harkens back to Copper State Farms in terms of our values and mission. Our tagline internally is, we are a better kind of cannabis company. And as you mentioned, we are blessed with one of the largest greenhouses in North America with over 1.7 million square feet of canopy and 40 acres under glass. I thought I read that. Uh, That's, that is enormous. It is. It is. And in Arizona, the licenses are vertically integrated. So each license we have allows us to not only do the cultivation and the processing, but also have a dispensary. In August of 2019, we opened up two dispensaries in Arizona, in Phoenix, under the brand name Soulflower. And as we thought about being a better kind of cannabis company, and we thought about the name we created, Soulflower, we really wanted to bring the healing power of cannabis and how it can help people to live their lives with soul. When we say multidimensional, we are actually created a multi-use facility that incorporates not just the dispensary, which is behind large glass walls. Mm -hmm. It is including a cafe that allows for people who don't have a patient card today to be able to enjoy great coffee, organic and natural sandwiches, pastries, and soups, as well as a multi-use community room that allows for classes to take place. When we go rec, we think a lot of the cannabis curious and those new to cannabis will have a safe area that they can interact with from a community perspective and learn about cannabis at their own speed. Yeah, and I think by them right now, enjoying the cafe and taking advantage of the classroom and and the classes while observing how a dispensary works. You're introducing it in a very non-threatening way so people can see what goes on on the other side of the glass and say, you know, it's not scary. It's pretty normal. I like where you're going with this. That's exactly right, Dan. One observation we had as we were preparing for the launch of dispensaries is the typical experience in many is the lobby or waiting area can be an off-putting place. Sometimes it's a bulletproof 
class, you have to put your ID and your patient card through, and then you wait till a, a bud tender or a patient advocate can come greet you and then take you through a door. You do not have any visibility of the dispensary until you get through the door. Yeah. And that experience for somebody who's new to cannabis can be quite off-putting. Yeah, I feel and, that way. And I think, you know what, I think it, it stops them from even getting to that point. It's baby steps, what you're providing is baby steps. Look, hey, look over here. It's okay. It's okay. This it's is, okay. Yeah. And as they maybe enjoy their cup of coffee or they're using the space for internet and their email or they're maybe so decided to take one of the classes, they'll see that the people who are entering because everything is class and it's very open format, the lobby is quite large and there's lots of room for non-patients that they're seeing people like themselves who are entering. Oh, that's a good and point. Interacting. That's a great point. And so, yeah, yeah, and we have senior citizens all the way to the young. We have mothers, fathers, and in between. And I think as they observe that, they'll feel less worried about maybe asking questions, learning, and and then taking the step to get a patient card and then join the community. Or wait till eventually the state decides it's ready to go recreational. Then they can truly come in. But they'll have already had some exposure to it. And they're they're already comfortable with your facility. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. It is a long-term investment. Our vision is, is where the location and the space allows. We do want to create these flagships and multiple touch points around Arizona, particularly the Phoenix metropolitan area. I want to take a short break to play you a preview of our next episode and to thank our sponsors. We're always looking for acquisition opportunities, and Showgrow is a very well-recognized name in the California market. They had a number of dispensaries throughout L.A. and Las Vegas. The franchise was sort of splitting up, and we had the opportunity of buying 100% of the Long Beach dispensary and 60% of the San Diego license. Tune in on Sunday to hear the next episode of the Biotrack Cannabis Dispensary Spotlight Series with Michael Mills from Body and Mind. And now let's get back to today's show. Back to the point that you made at the beginning is that as a company, you have a mission. It doesn't necessarily mean that every soul flower has to be exactly the same, but as long as that mission is translated in some way, I think you're on the right track with this. As I articulate living life to the fullest, living with soul. It actually starts with our employees and our patient advocates. I want them able to come to work fully rested and pain-free and free of anxiety. We just want to make sure that cannabis can be that gateway for everybody, not just those who happen to be already in the know and the cannabis connoisseur. But it starts with the employees. Well, I think it... I know that... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, back to your employees, it's got to be a real benefit for them to have access A, to the cafe and B, to the classes. And this is ongoing learning. We're all learning. Like, I I could see how this is just going to build on itself. I really could see this thing just morphing into much, much, much more than than a dispensary. Fully agree. And that is absolutely our macro vision. We believe that this will be very synergistic over time, that there may be people who come to the center for their coffee and their pastry. And then over time, we'll move to dispensary. There may be people who come to the dispensary and then decide that, you know what, I'm going to actually have lunch here. Or there may be people who attend a class and after class decide to get a bite to eat and a coffee or after class go into the dispensary. And we view that all being part of providing that multi-use community 
yep. across multiple dimensions so that over time this will be able to feed on each other. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Speaking of growing it, what are your plans for expanding this concept? Yeah, we're very much in the mode of seeking other licenses and other locations that make sense. Our first two have been extremely successful and we've exceeded our KPIs and our business plans. So we are very much in the process of trying to find other opportunities, either to partner with current dispensaries and create almost a joint venture where they join us or simply acquire and buy out any individual owners that are looking to perhaps exit after they've had their run. There's a few paper licenses that have not been put into action that we're open to also seeking the right opportunities. And the acquisitions may be an opportunity. So if there's a listener out there that, you know, maybe said that this is this might be a good opportunity for you. Last but not least, are you raising capital or is there any possibility in the horizon that you may be raising capital? We just closed a private placement round. The current greenhouse was formerly a large tomato cucumber facility, and not all of it had been converted to cannabis. So we're taking now 10 acres and doing a big raise, which we're in the process of finalizing, and started construction to retrofit that into cannabis. But we certainly will be embarking upon future rounds of capital raises as we look to expand. I'll put all of your information in the show notes, and we'll have it on the mjbulls.com website. If somebody wants to reach out to you about talking to you about maybe an acquisition or a partnership or future down-the-road investment, they'll be able to get all that information right from our show notes. I wish we had more time. I think you're really on to something here, and I, I'm anxious to you know, maybe circle back in, a, in six or eight months and see where you are with this. Thank you so much, Dan. And I'd also love to extend an invitation that if you find yourself, you may be coming to the Southwest and able to stop in Phoenix. We'd love to give you a tour of the facilities as well as our uh, greenhouse any point in time. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to incorporate that into a another segment in a different series, we'd love to have that. Yeah, I appreciate that because you're right. It would be a lot of fun to do an, an on-site broadcast because we didn't really dig into the rest of the company. We really haven't explored that, and that could be it. And we can do it in a whole separate episode on that. I'm going to hold you to that one. That'll be definitely something that we should we'll do, you know, within the next six months. So, but thank you for being Beautiful. on the show today. I appreciate this. You're very welcome, Dan. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your cannabis business podcast, The Talking Hedge, and newest member on Podcon X. So come on over and check out The Talking Hedge. We talk about business news, interviews, investments, events, all that stuff. So come nerd out with me over at the Talking Hedge. You can find me at the Talking Hedge Podcast.com or on all your favorite podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out.